Okay, well, welcome to the show, Rhett. This is Cinematic Suffering. I'm Jason, and that's uh, right there. It's me. That's Clay. Clay. It's, it's me. Hi, me. <laughs> it's me, Mario. It's me. <laughs> so uh, uh, the we we have Rhett on because he's our first special guest. I mean, we did interview with Mike Kuchek uh, a long a couple months ago, but Rhett, you're our first official guest on that has recommended a movie to us uh, uh, that we should watch that you thought was uh, a, a poor movie. And when you suggested it, I was uh, I was a little bit I was like, well, wait a minute, Jaws three. I I remember I enjoyed Jaws three uh, as a kid, and um, then you recommended yeah. this to us. And I, Clay was like totally into it. I mean, you're like, yeah, I, I well, I knew it was going to be a piece of shit that we could totally make fun of. But um, oh, I actually, I struggled to make fun of it. Honestly, it was weird. I had, I had, uh, I, I had uh, hopes and dreams for this. Well, I mean, when it, in the context, in the context of commentary, when we were trying to do witty commentary, there was, seemed to be a lot of moments in this that were like, "Okay, do something, movie." But um, you yeah, know, I, I, I appreciate that. You know when what it makes it really entertaining is to watch it on one point five speed on Netflix. <laughs> Just speed it up, man! Get that shark swimming quicker. Yeah, right. It, it, I, I, we should have done that when we when we did our watch through of it. That uh, we should have sped it up just a little bit so it would wouldn't feel like the hour and 39 minutes that it was i think i don't know it was, it was about 139 yeah yeah i i do have a question for you Rhett. so mm-hmm. uh, on suggesting this and um i have a couple questions but my first one is how dare you <laughs> how dare you uh it was my pleasure really it was I, I i hit right up i was like think of any movies that you thought were either dumb or you know you didn't enjoy that was a, a, kind of a slog to get through and you had a couple of suggestions but then you came like soon soon came out with uh what about jaws 3 and i was like and like i was saying at the beginning here i, I was like oh well you know, I remember seeing Jaws three as a kid and seeing it in the theaters, and it did scare Same. me because floating yeah. fish heads and shit like I, that. I and remember it in the theater. Uh, me and two of my friends from down the street when we and it was in the summer too. It came out in the yeah. summer, yeah. so I remember going to see it because it was like one of those things where me and my two friends would go to the movies during that summer. I remember seeing. Um, Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Octopussy came out in that same summer as well. Oh, did it? <laughs> yes, I and I remember know. seeing that too. So, um, but Jaws three was interesting because you know the 3D, you know, it's that sensation of 3D in the 80s. Yeah. So, like watching it now as an adult, and then just everything, the, all the 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 shtick of 3D is so well, ridiculous so you guys saw it in 3d originally yes yeah oh yeah, yeah. I, I never did so which gives it a whole other layer of silly when you see the <laughs> oh absolutely floating oh. at you for no good reason well just those certain moments where they purposely like make like inanimate objects where it would just like 3d coming at you <laughs> yeah, you know like, they would do those like stupid little yeah, you know, like yeah, like Friday the Thirteenth when they did the the harpoon gun, like that. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, but but I'm I'm talking about just inanimate objects. Like there's a scene in Jaws three where there's like some like design to one of the tunnels or whatever. I think it's like a snake head or something, and it just purposely yeah. moves the tongue. This is getting closer to your eyeball, you know, things like that. It's just like uh, uh, just the three D 
experience is just stuff Plastic like that. Man array, like you know, ah, it, yeah, exactly, crazy. exactly. <laughs> but I mean, come on, like when they actually destroy Jaws in oh, in the movie, was... and then you have its guts flying at you in 3D, and then it's Jaws. You know, like yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was just, I'm just, and then also too, just how poor quality the film is in general. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, like when you look at the edges of the screen, you can see how grainy and just kind of this is a 3D video. You know. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought but, that up because uh, Clay and I were noticing that when we were watching it, even though we were we're both watching it through streaming, and Clay's got the uh, extra layer of not being able to see the full picture that I can, but uh. Yeah, even that we could see the graininess and the choppiness and how poor quality it was. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone's bothered to do like an HD upgrade for this movie or anything. They haven't even thought about it. They're like, you know, that's, oh, you, no, that's taking money and throwing it in a fire. I mean, seriously. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. you're that is. I mean, but also the charm of the 3D experience in not 3D is also the experience. You know what oh, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like you know, it's so terrible that you have to see it you know naked and what, did, you know? And what did you think like when you saw the because i i remember seeing those images in 3d but what did you think when you see them in the, uh, the 2d i i was laughing hysterically honestly i i i just remember when i was a kid again where i was a little kid so you mean my friends are yeah you know the shark and the whole thing and there's like so many scenes in that film that they purposely did that for the 3d so you the jump scares yeah. those certain things like that but seeing it in 2d and just seeing just there are so many awful things about this movie it just in general i mean it's yeah. and the the funny part is that this isn't the killer because if i told you hey let's watch the revenge number yeah. four that that's what is you didn't the go to. worst movie of all time and, Jaws and that's that the one is, with michael kane in it yes yeah yeah, yeah, and that's the one where somehow Jaws learns where everyone lives <laughs> yeah, and goes to their area to stalk them, to kill them. Well, and then so somehow knows that the mother is – oh, she's out in the in you know the Caribbean, so I need to go out there to kill – like I need to go kill the mom who's like really never even stepped foot in the water in the first right. two films. But yet she needs to be killed because she's a Brody. Yeah. So you know we need to get rid of her, you know. But I was just like the stalking thing and all that. Just how this utterly ridiculous. The the fourth one is just so. Who came up with that idea well, in general? I mean, a fun a fun fact about the third one, which is what what we're uh, what we're focusing on, is that it was originally it was originally pitched to be a parody, like a satire, and and it was oh. going to be a natural lampoon style satire. And oh. Steven Spielberg said, "I'm uh, you're not going to make this movie." I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull my name off of it as producer. I'm sure he wasn't even really involved directly. If if you do this, so I think what we were left with was like, all right, well, we're just gonna make. I mean, there were three writers on this turn. Yeah. There was uh, like uh, you know Peter Benchley, which uh, writer you know is a popular fiction writer. Uh, yeah. Richard Matheson and and Carl Gottlieb. Uh, Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 baffling to me that it took three people to write this turn. <laughs> and these are talented writers too, Peter Benchley and uh, uh, you said Richard Matheson. Yeah, I mean I love Richard Matheson's work and his writing. And uh, Benchley is no slouch himself. He he did the original Jaws book, you know, before it came a, became a movie. So yeah. you think with those two kind of high prolific writers, but it all all it was was just one big. 
um well, it was one big suck fest for SeaWorld. That's what it was. It's like, yeah. hey, let's promote SeaWorld yeah. uh, Orlando or wherever it's located. <laughs> and I, I remember going to SeaWorld during that time, and they had all the Jaws exhibits there. They had the actual size of what the shark was like, and you could go in and see mm. it. They had a stuffed white shark that was, like, on display <laughs> in mm. this aquarium area, and it was really kind of odd and weird, but I loved it as a kid. But now seeing it – um on screen and seeing how cheesy everything is and yeah. especially the water yeah. skiing moments that was just oh god, god it was, oh, it the, was this, so but let's let's get i i just want to say i just want to point out the best scene in the entire movie and I, I i know that people probably just skimmed over this but i'm sorry but in me me personally i was dying laughing at this was the <laughs> scene where okay so they've discovered that the shark is in in the you know it's in the water there in the park right right and right. so they're telling everyone that hey we need to get everyone out of that underwater tunnel thing that they're all you know and they're like i don't know where to go and it's like it's a tunnel you can go that <laughs> way or that way it's it, underwater like, what where yeah, is the closest what exit? other directions can you go you have that way and that way right so they're they're all scrambling and people are starting to be like don't panic everyone you know we're gonna you know just just follow the your your guy they're going to lead you out. So they're like, okay, we're leaving. And the guy says, okay, follow me this way. And then you see that you hear this little girl's voice go, hey, daddy, daddy, a fish. And then it's quiet for like two seconds. And then you hear, holy shit. Like, and then you, see, then you see the jaws coming over, over their heads, you know, and it's moving painstakingly slow. Oh, like, yeah. Every time yeah. you see the jaws, I mean, it's like – it's like even the guy in the tunnel that's leading it i'm oh i'm its bait you know leading it into the tunnel and it's just moving painstakingly slow you know so uh, there's a so backhands his daughter it's like why do you think we're here yeah you you think you know so yeah but that that thing and just him holy shit like that 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 this was the best scene of the whole film so i mean i i like the presumption that the that the shark and they would presume correctly that the shark could get into the tunnel, but I would be like, I think we're safe in here. I think that this should yeah. be a shark-proof yeah. tunnel, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, if you if you think about this though, just just to take a moment, if you think about Jaws three and Jaws four, in a lot of ways, they gave us the Meg. Like these two films oh, yeah. gave us the Meg, you know, and well, it, it, a whole subculture of oh yeah shark movies like I and mean, it's incredible though i mean the meg is like hands down and i remember everyone was shocked at how much money it made like people just were in droves to see the meg and i remember yeah. making a joke to lily about it saying i'm i'm all wait till the scene where Jason Statham does a, a roundhouse kick, or he's going to kick the shark. There's going to be a kung fu right. kick at some point to the shark, and he actually did it. It's in yeah. the film. Oh, yeah. So the I mean, problem, yeah. wow. Yeah, you know? like I, it, this Jaws three kind of reminded me of how much uh, it. It kind of, in a way, made the Meg two seem like a masterpiece in comparison. Because oh, it has so a giant much. squid. Come on, you sold me on the giant squid. As soon as there was a giant squid, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm on board. I'm on board for this. So yeah. I mean, even the Sharknados, and I mean, incredible. You know, I mean, even Mystery Science Theater didn't even need to touch those. They were genius without any assistance. They were so terrible. 
I think that they went after those just because it, they, it, in a way, it was like, I I dare you to come after us, MST3K. It's like, okay, well, we're yeah. going to. Yeah, okay. I, I, I think uh, when I when I think of like the movies like Sharknado and um, uh, the the shark versus uh, Robo Shark and those kind of yeah. sci-fi movies, they're, they're, there's, these are creators that are intentionally going out and they know they're not going to be making the best film ever. Yeah. They know it's going to be cheesy. They, they're very self-aware uh, of what they're doing. My my favorite films are ones where the directors are not self-aware that they're not yeah. aware oh, that yeah. what they're creating is, oh, a, yeah. is a huge piece of shit. But in a, I, I say that I say a huge piece of shit in the nicest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> that when I think, you know, when I think in Jaws three, Jaws three, that uh, this this guy never did another, never directed another movie. Or is that right? That oh, guy, I didn't do my due diligence. I don't know. I didn't research. do that. I, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think he directed another movie after this. This Let's, was his uh, one and only see what film. IMDb says here. If I could get this ad out of the way, which I refuse to pay to make no go away uh, well it says he's known for um it says he's known for uh, other movies but he's a, as a director? Art director not not as the director i think you're yeah. right yeah i think that that was his one direct his directorial debut yeah. and finale apparently and then after that they're like hmm <laughs> well, well uh, we were just going to talk about, you know, the the director. It's like, I wonder how much control he had over the, the actors, because we all know by now that Randy or not Randy, uh, Dennis Quaid was just loopy on coke the entire time. And <laughs> he barely <laughs> remembers. That's, really safe. that's a safe. That's very safe. I'd say that's very safe. Well, I, um, I mean, Dennis Quaid would admit to it. And it was uh, there was just so many weird factors about this. Like one of the odd things about it to me that, that kind of struck me is that the whole thing felt like a long form sea world commercial yeah but yeah. it accidentally became one of the most like scathing indictments of sea world it's like yeah assholes this is what happens when you bring yeah. animals in and make them perform for a bunch of mouth breathing dickheads yeah. bad things happen you know yeah. like yeah so it, was, it, I, it obviously wasn't intentional it was probably supposed meant to be like sea world had had to have just pretty well, much paid God. for that Stupid but also movie. consider the time period. I mean, because I mean, we are all children of the '80s, and I mean, the '80s is yeah. all about that excess, and so it was always about that over the top. Everything was always so like, you know, um, I hate to say it and not make it a political discussion, but everything was so capitalist. It was just a, yeah. that Ronald Reagan yeah. era of just spend and just glorious, you know, money and just like, and that whole, the oh, whole sea yeah. world thing. And uh, you know, that what you were saying, I mean, it's just yeah. like, because I mean, in the end, they didn't even really bother to try to make the owner with Lewis Gossett Jr. Yeah. To be kind of yeah. an irresponsible kind of, you know, money hungry dickhead. They didn't try to go that route. They're just like, he's just trying to run this park. You know, I, I think put the fish in there. You know, just like, I think you know they're trying like, to allude to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, trying, it. they're trying to allude to it a little bit. But there, <sighs> there was a point. There was a, there's a funny point, though, in the movie where Lewis Gossett Jr. is talking to several people outside underneath the on the grass. It looks like they're having a nice little uh, investors party or something. And the way the direction is, the edit works. He just walks away. And you see him walking away by himself, and I'm just—I think I said in the movie that uh, I, he's like, "I had enough. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, I, I'm up here with this movie. I'm not going to be in it anymore. I don't even know what I'm doing here." Well, I mean, uh, dude, Jaws ate his nephew. I mean, come on, he ate his nephew. Remember? 
Yeah, that's right. I don't. I don't remember it actually. Yeah. Okay. Which, so which, the scene. The scene. Well, it's not his. Not Louis Gossard Jr.'s literal nephew, but the character's nephew. But he. He basically <laughs> the scene where Jaws breaks. Okay. Just in general, the scene at the end, right before they kill Jaws, he bursts through the you right. know the glass in that control room that happens to be underwater. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then his nephew is the controller, the guy that because he yells he yells at him nephew a few times, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's his nephew. And then Jaws hey, grabs like- him. And you then Paul the starts pulling pulled. him out, and then yeah. you just see the jaws going num 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 num, and then you see blood, <laughs> and then that's it. You know what I mean? There's like, that's and then you see the his, movie too. And then you see his body slowly just you know <laughs> slowly drop yeah, to the floor. Really dumb, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just kind of num num num, and then you know, and then also to the br- the British guy that you know the 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 hot Manimal. shot photographer you know news guy who leads Jaws into that tunnel, and then yeah. he somehow can't figure out that he has to go the same direction because he's pulling the rope remember he's pulling that rope to get to this is to my safety is to grab that and somehow the rope breaks yet he doesn't (laughs) have the common sense to just keep swimming in that direct same direction he's moving to and jaws doesn't eat him he just kind of swallows him and then his body is kind of there, lodged inside there with his happening yeah, like, holding a grenade. grenade you know? like, but he did it, and you see him inside Jaws, and you see the the, the you know, err, err, and it's it's. But he's yeah. not actually in the teeth; he's behind the teeth. Yeah, so, it's, it's like yeah. getting gummed to death. Yeah, that's what we were the, saying. He's like gumming him to death. He's like err, err, and then that was it. And we're like, okay. And then well, and somehow the shark growls, you swallow him. Yeah, and it growls too. It does that. <laughs> There's a few times where it growls too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but that yeah, scene that, that in part, general, yeah, you know. And I mean, the jaws is moving so painstakingly slow. It's like, dude, literally, you don't even have to try to escape it. It's barely moving at you, you know. But somehow he's in its stomach before you know it, you know. So, so <laughs> this is this is. Know. That was uh, that that scene. I remember that scene. Uh, that's the dude from Manimal, by the way, who gets swallowed up. Uh, and I yeah. always thought, like, I think as a kid that I thought that scene was horrific myself. When I was a kid, I was like, holy, holy shit, that is horrifying, you know, and the, yeah. the body is still there. And, you know, I was like, it's still lodged. I never put two and two together like, hey, this probably wouldn't ever happen. Jaws would probably rip them apart and, you know, and or stuff at least like that, bite but- him. But didn't even do yeah, that. <laughs> he just like, kind of like, like, like a whoop? constrictor. He just whoop, swallowed him, <laughs> and that was it. You know. But yeah, I, I just, that's a good point. I didn't even realize that was the guy from Manimal. I was like trying to put. Yeah. I was trying to think because the guy who is his partner has been in uh, so many things within the last like twenty years, especially. Yeah. Um. I mean, even from Braveheart all the way to um, uh, he was in a few Guy Ritchie movies and a few other things I saw him in. Um, I, I just can't one of those actors. I just can't remember his name, but I remember his face. I've seen him in dozens of things. But I mean, Leah Thompson's in it too, which was also yeah. something oh, I totally yeah. forgot. Her first oh, film. Well, yeah, and Leah Thompson, you know, like uh, totally relevant to my to this movie. I was like, uh, let me Google what other movies was she <coughs> nude in, and so. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is all the right moves. Uh, she does a sex scene with Tom Cruise, so we can you know you can check that out later. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, totally totally irrelevant. And, and that was uh, you know, uh, in, but that was Leah Thompson's first role, uh, first movie role. So, Interesting. I mean, 
And I like that most of the actors in this film did go on to do better things. Uh, Dennis Quaid went on to do a lot of great stuff. So did yep. Louis Gossett Jr. Thompson, of course. They all went to go do their, their careers didn't get destroyed by this movie, luckily. So. Well, um, I, I do want to point out that there is the Louis Gossett Jr. trilogy in that era of time that are all exceptionally awful movies. Yeah. Oh. Jaws 3, <laughs> we've covered. We're covering that right now. The yeah, second right. one will be Firewalker. Remember that? Ah, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it. No. Chuck Fire Norris. Walker. Chuck oh, Norris. Okay. Louis Gossett Jr. It's okay. that heyday of Raiders of the Lost Ark was really oh, big in God. that period of time. So that Chuck Norris so had to do too. his own Raiders of Lost Ark. That movie yeah. is awful, and but great in an awful way. Yeah. Also, his king shit role for me because every time I, I think of lewis gossett jr i will always think of iron eagle always oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah for sure you know and then just a little tidbit too just so that you know if you guys will blow your mind because I, w- I was watching this there's a show that i really like on prime called uh bosch and the kid yeah. from iron eagle is the main serial killer in the first season of bosch which okay. I didn't even recognize him until about halfway. And I'm like, wait a second. That's a kid from Iron Eagle. So just to blow your mind, <laughs> like, check that out. It's the kid, the main like, kid uh, from Iron Eagle is a serial killer in Bosch. So. It's like six degrees of separation from Jaws 3D. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 the, it's the nexus. It's where all other movies spawn from. Uh, <laughs> Basically, Jaws 3D. yeah. And then yeah. Dennis Quaid went on to do Inner Space with Martin Short, which is the greatest Dennis Quaid movie. I'm not going to apologize for that. Dreamscape was good. That literally was probably the same year, if not the year before or after Jaws 3 2. That's the same era of time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. Leia yeah. Thompson went on to do like uh, Back to the Future, which is yeah. in 85, I think, a couple of years later. But And she did a movie with Andrew Dice Clay. Really? Oh, did she? Yeah. I, <laughs> is that I that can't... Ford Fairlane? Uh, no, it was it's it's before he became famous. He was a small part oh. in the movie, but uh, it was uh, her and her friend. It was like some it's the one of those eighties typical eighties summer movies where it's yeah. like teenage kids and there's always some nudity and like you know always some you know was you know casual that, sex. I think so. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah, that sounds right. So, but Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, my my my, uh, my research was paying off there. Yeah. So, so the, on on Jaws three, there are some things I was noting um, when we we're we we're watching it. The uh, things that you know, I know that shark sharks can and can't do. We we know that sharks can't. They they don't growl. They don't they no. don't make really sounds. Um, we know they can breach, but uh, I didn't know they could swim just as fast as a robo or as a as a speedboat going, you know. 35 40 miles an hour uh, apparently they can yeah. they can catch up and so yeah. i did read that that sharks can swim up to a speed of 35 miles per hour that's wow. uh, i think that was only in short bursts not like you okay. know continuously yeah. going okay so well, if I, yeah and i remember that scene of if i was a cynical person i'd think like that they were just dragging some prop behind yeah. the stairs yeah <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if the, the, the prop would just kind of g- came off its end, just start flopping around in the water, as getting dragged behind. <laughs> <laughs> and then stop the scene at a couple times. Oh, 
Well, I mean, or, come on. They, they couldn't afford a submersible, so it's not like there's a submersible yeah. right there following it. So, yeah, it probably was. If there were eight skiers, it was the ninth skier, technically. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, sh- shark sharks can't swim backwards they can't go into things and then just like put in reverse and just go back and up no they they yeah. always swim forward they have to turn around there's no way they can like it showed jaws uh, the monster i thought they call him something what did they call it is another name i think uh whatever they called the first sh- sh- shark in jaws what does steven spielberg have a name for him i i that i don't know yeah, yeah i used to know there. that that little bit of trivia but you know I don't uh know. but it, it would it, <laughs> it's something similar probably uh, but you know it, it would put its face into something and start rah, 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 try to get something and then it would just like back up yeah boop, boop. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm no marine biologist but do sharks give a shit about their babies like this this shark was pissed like well, you know, give me but, back my kid well not to mention the fact that i mean they really came to that conclusion without any real there was no discussion it was just all of a sudden she's like it's her baby it's mama you know i mean they just like, they, that's just like well uh huh you know because like, where did you come up it's oh, there's two sharks, so that must be the kid, so that must be the mom. You know, I mean, it, it didn't really make a lot of sense there. It just they just well, kind of two and two. So. That's the brilliance you get when three writers collaborate is that they they do a, a Beowulf analogy. Well, <laughs> maybe. Here, here, here's a here's a here's a thought though. Maybe with the writers that they originally intended to write this shtick movie that got turned down, Spielberg backed out. Well, so yeah. then they got angry and they said, okay. Maybe they just drew straws and said, hey, let's come up with the most ridiculous idea. And whoever has the most ridiculous idea, that's the one we're going with. And then, I'm glad you mentioned you know, that because I, I, I agree. I could, and I was wondering, like listening to the dialogue, I was thinking like, is this movie done in protest? Like it seems like that they just told – I imagine the director was just like, why don't you all just say stuff? Like what? Do you want us <laughs> yeah, to ad lib yeah, every line yeah, of dialogue? Exactly. Yeah, just, just – no. I mean, it, yeah, made no, didn't really make that much sense anyway. So I, I imagine no. there had to be some ad libs going on somewhere. Yeah. And they're on their drug fueled binges uh, between takes. Yeah, I'll just, all right, frolic, frolic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just get some kiss, get some skis. I want a lot of shots with the skiers, please. The water. You all have sex. It's like, this is a PG 13 movie, dude. We can't do oh, All right. I want to see full penetration. <laughs> Well, I mean, they kind of did in that one scene where they first introduced the baby shark and yeah. they're swimming around that like that, that I guess in inside the park, there was that fake like sunken boat or whatever. And they're like yeah. cruising around that boat or whatever. And then all of a sudden you see the, the, the baby jaws like attack the boat, but they used a prop that basically looked like a stick that they just yeah. painted a shark face on the end and then just jabbed it into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you yeah. watch a scene, it's like, it looks incredibly <laughs> like, huh? You know, it just, it looks like they're just jabbing something into it. I was laughing at that too. And not, not to mention the, when the- they discover the body, when they discover the guy, and the, the people yeah. are all in the tunnels or whatever, and they look out the window, then all of a sudden you just see, just yeah. coming and then you see this one girl, and she's just screaming, and someone else had pushed her up against the glass. <laughs> so you see her. Oh, being, yes. 
I was telling remember Clara watching I mentioned that. I was like, what the hell is she doing? Like, yeah, but you see this hand just pushed her yeah, into the glass her. and the body's like like right next to her. <laughs> That's so I love good. the uh I love the injuries to the body that they found too. I was thinking like does does the shark only eat skin? He's like me when I eat uh like uh fried chicken. I I just love taking the skin off first and oh, like, yeah. uh, eating that skin and then like Cartman eating KFC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean that body that they showed, like when they showed the you know, and she's like, Oh my god, and it had this she's like explaining the bite radius or whatever. But when you look at it, it just looks like a deformed piece of meat with like one little bone sticking out. And then yeah. it's like, it just looks like a mound of meat. It's like, what are we looking at? I mean, it, this could be a rump roast for all I know. It's like, what is this? Yeah. So, you know, but she got the bite radius immediately. Oh, it's like this big. So it's like, Oh yeah, she's a doctor. All right. So you know. I, I- I love that uh, Roy Scheider um, refused to be in this movie. Uh, yeah. He was he was asked to be in Jaws three, but he was like adamantly said no. Um, yeah. And that's why that's why he agreed to like to do that Blue Thunder movie um, because he just wanted to do something to get people off his back to be in J- this Jaws. Saw that oh, I, have a, too. I have a quote. Like, what's the quote? Roy Scheider said uh, Mephistopheles couldn't take make him do. He, okay, I quote. <laughs> Mephistopheles couldn't <laughs> talk me into doing Jaws three. So, and I was wondering, like, why did how, why did you bring up something from German folklore? That's that's a, a red like a learned man bringing up Mephistopheles about his. Well, I mean, he was in a helicopter cop movie. I mean, come on, you know. Yeah, and he still somehow did better than Jaws three. You know? Yeah. Yeah, in that period of time though, that was like that thing is because also too remember we had Kit, so you had that you know the talking yeah. car, yeah. and then they eventually had like a Firefox with uh, Clint Eastwood, which was that yeah. stealth bomber plane or whatever that thing yeah. was, and then yeah, you have, I like uh, that one, Blue Thunder with you know Roy Schneider went on to that, and but I mean if you really want to get to the nitty gritty of it, I mean Jaws one and two are actually good films. Yeah. I mean. I mean, yeah, I mean just recall, to say, you know, all I remember from Jaws two was the the finale where he chews on the big electrical cable. That's that's yeah. the only part that sticks out to me. But it's been years and years since I've seen it. It's been but years, I mean, but I remember enjoying the hell out of Jaws one and two. Though I, I did like two, even though Roy Scheider said even in that film he was reluctant to do. Um, but he yeah, did it it's anyway. not a sequel movie. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, the Jaws, Jaws is dead in the first film. It's dead. Right. So we, we're moving on. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden there's another killer shark. So yeah. I agree with that, too. Really was an unnecessary movie. But to be honest, the, the, the suspense of the film, especially in the scenes with all the kids on the boat. Yeah, on those different yeah. boats and then yeah. jaws coming and just kind of picking them off like one at a time that was actually really good suspense in general for any kind of movie like that um yeah yeah and also good. you know and i do give them credit for when they did do jaws 3 they did bring in the brody brothers so dennis yeah. quaid and his brother coming in to you know reprising those roles or whatever i was like okay that, that was kind of an interesting idea but then they're like okay we got through three, so now we're going to do four. So who should we bring in four? The mother, that's right. Let's bring her in. You know, so I, I just, you know, I, I, I do wonder at times if Hollywood is just like literally just, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're laughing at all of us. Just like, hey, 
what well, can we come yeah. up with that these <laughs> idiots will come watch you know and so yeah 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 course. definitely and it's a, it is insulting to the audience but you know like it it gets asses in seats i mean thankfully it's a totally kind of different topic in a yeah, way my dumb like ass was starting. in the seat in jaws three so yeah i was there <laughs> so, well yeah. i mean we yeah. were kids yeah. it's, it's, it makes sense then but like you know as as adults i mean you were we're starting to see some uh like these big hollywood tentpole movies are starting to lose money and not do as well so maybe yeah. things are changing i kind of doubt it but. yeah who knows man but uh, it's been uh, what, the Jaws three has been uh, uh, was a crazy fucking ride. Uh, I'm glad yes. I watched it again at least. Uh, now I never have to watch it ever again, and I will not ever watch it ever again because I, I, I watched it twice, but uh, the second time on 1.5 speeds, which I highly recommend. If you're going to watch the movie, watch it fast. We digress. Uh, so that was our Jaws three review. Rhett, I want to say fuck you very much for recommending <laughs> this movie. Oh, such uh, hurtful things. Uh, <laughs> oh, I uh, love you, buddy. But, uh, um, thank you so very much. I enjoyed talking about it and, and segueing into other bunch other stupid shit as well. So, all good. Absolutely. Dude, you are welcome on anytime you want to come on, man. It was a blast talking to you and ha hanging out. So, oh, and uh, do you have anything uh, you wanted to promote uh, to the three people that listen to us? <laughs> <laughs> to our to our eight listeners. Oh God, I, I don't have. I, I I do a bunch of stupid bands, and we're not going to discuss them because I'm tired of talking about bands. So well, no. I'll, I'll tell you then. There's Rhett's and Stygian Crown. Stygian Crown has a new album coming out very soon on Cruz del Sur, Cruz del Sur Music. So make sure you. What's the name of the album again? Uh, Funeral for a King. It's Funeral out February twenty third. Um, actually, uh, we just got the artwork done for it, and uh, um, I, I I've never had the opportunity in a long time to work. I haven't had the opportunity to work with Chris Berwimp in a long time, and oh, I yeah. did a band years ago that did uh, album cover for us. So he did this new one for us, and it's actually going to be on a gatefold vinyl. And uh, the the it's kind of funny because the, the label actually likes the cover more than we do. So he, he's like so de he's so defensive over it that he refused to have our logo even on it. So it's like, oh wow, the logo's not. No, we're gonna put that on a sticker. You, you can't touch this cover. Just leave it alone. Wow. So, so, uh, so, and then the artist was like, uh, Chris was like, hey, uh, I made space for the logo. Why is the logo not there? I said, you need to talk to you need to talk to the label, <laughs> dude. They they took ownership. They're they're not you know they're like fuck you guys. It's about the cover now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, well, that's, but yeah, that's, uh, February that's awesome. I, I, Yeah, but uh, had, yeah. Uh, honestly, if you if you like uh, doom metal, you gotta listen to Stygian Crown. It's some good stuff, y'all. Well, thank yeah. you, guys. Fans, fans of Candlemass, Solitude Eternus, My Dying Bride. This new album definitely has some My Dying Bride in it. Um, so yeah, definitely pick it up. It's gonna be fantastic. Um, okay, so I guess that's about it. Uh, Rhett, thank you so much for joining us on Cinematic Suffering. Uh, Appreciate you, you coming on, Rhett. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I'd love to do this again. You you guys pick the movie <laughs> then. I'll, 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 I'll suffer through that one as well. We'll, we'll, <laughs> fine, we'll fine tune the list a little bit maybe <laughs> and uh, so we don't have to suffer as much as we did this time but maybe that's what we need to do because that is the name of the channel so yes, we do need is. to suffer gotta stay on brand we have to stay on brand we haven't done that in a while we've been talking about how we've been seeing a lot of good horror movies in the past so this was definitely right up our alley it's gotta to, stop uh, 
<laughs> no more good horror movies. But uh, okay, so we are out of here. Thank you so much, Rhett Clay. Love you guys. Uh, cinematic suffering. Much love, y'all. Peace out. Take care. Bye.